Well, hello everyone out there in podcast land. It is I, your humble host, That Vegan Jedi, live from Orlando, Florida. And the start date is April 10th. And I just first want to say, no war has ever been a good war. No war has ever been necessary. War is a direct result of man refusing to respect mankind. The war going on in Ukraine is completely unnecessary. It is an egregious attack on a sovereign nation that just wants to be left alone and live their peaceful, happy lives. So my heart is with Ukraine and Zelensky. Keep fighting the good fight. Thank you. everyone so let's get into this i'm your humble host at vegan jedi live from orlando florida it is april 11th 2022 just as a star date my last podcast was entitled well i titled it for your consideration and i would like to continue with that so i'm naming this one oh the irony and the reason why i'm naming this one Oh, the irony is because you, as a meat eater, feed worms and parasites to your children and then say vegans are neglecting their children by not feeding the meat. So let me explain. Hear me out. You see a kid outside playing. He picks up a worm off the sidewalk and starts to eat it. You know worms are dirty and you know they can cut you know they can carry diseases, right? So you make the kids spit the worm out, you take them inside, wash their mouth out, make them wash their hands, maybe smack them on the back of the hand and say, no, that's bad. We don't eat worms. We don't eat things off the ground. That's unsanitary. That's unhygienic. That's unhealthy. We don't do that. But why do we cook meat? You cook meat so that it hits a, an internal temperature, internal temperature between 150 degrees Fahrenheit to 175 degrees Fahrenheit because I'm in America. If you're in Europe or South Africa, you might use Celsius. Okay, you cook meat to kill parasites, to kill worms, tape worms, round worms, hook worms. That's why you cook meat. Now, why do vegans cook vegetables? It's to make them softer and easier to eat. Some carrots are pretty thick and rough. So you may boil it to make the carrot softer and easier to eat. But you don't boil the carrot to kill the parasites because there are no parasites in carrots or celery or onions or tomatoes, lettuce or cabbage. But there are parasites in meat, dairy, and eggs which is why there's always food warnings. Do not eat undercooked or raw meat. And the reason why you cannot cook, the reason why you cannot eat, sorry, the reason why you cannot eat undercooked or raw meat is because of the parasites and worms inside the meat. The disease, 
that animals carry, naturally and unnaturally, are highly transmissible to humans. So, if someone was to go outside, pick up a handful of worms, and feed them to a child, someone watching this would want to call Child Protective Services, the DCF, the Department of Children and Families, and have the kid taken because that's neglect, that's abuse. And a lot of meat eaters actually report vegans and look down on vegans for feeding their children nothing but plants, feeding them a completely vegan diet because they say that it is wrong to deny a child meat. Now, according to the United States government, and you can get this at the CDC, Center for Disease Control, um, FDA, the um, Food and Drug Administration, you can go to NIH.gov. It stands for National Institute of Health. Dried meat, cured meat, and smoked meat is considered a carcinogenic, which means it causes cancer. It is evil to feed a child something that causes cancer, something that is infected with worms and parasites. So, if anything, it should be the vegans reporting the meat eaters to child support services. There are 10 common parasites and worms found in meat and dairy. Three of them alone are found in pork. So that's your sausage, your pork shoulder, your bacon, your pepperoni, your salami. There are three parasites, three worms, just in pork alone. And the disease that they cause the most is called trichinosis. And your body's reaction to being infected with an intestinal parasite is so common, it can easily be misdiagnosed. When you have intestinal parasite, you experience fatigue, confusion, and you have issues with your memory, issues with sleeping. You can even have restless leg syndrome. You can have digestive issues, diarrhea, or constipation. Diarrhea is brought on when there's too much fluid in your intestinal system. Constipation is brought on when there's not enough fluid in your intestinal tract. Now, here's the irony. You take a pig, factory farm raised, they don't have sweat glands. So to cool off, they roll around in mud. But since they're raised in a huge metal shed... The only thing they can roll around in is urine and feces of their own and other pigs. This causes an infection. So the pigs are then fed antibiotics, which is why the nations that consume the most meat, dairy, and eggs have the highest incident of MRSA, M-R-S-A. 
It stands for Multiple Resistant Strain of Antibiotics. The antibiotics produced in the United States alone, over 80% of antibiotics are fed to factory raised animals, factory farm animals. 80% of all antibiotics are being fed to cows, chickens, and pigs to keep them alive long enough to make it to slaughter. These animals have been found to have cancer in their body, on the outside, on their skin, to have lesions, oozing pus, and to make sure that they make a profit, they just cut it off, cut it out, dip it in ammonia, which is not good for the human body. There's ammonia in your urine to keep it sterile so it does not damage your kidneys. Urine is when, when you urinate, you're getting rid of toxins from your body. So when the urine comes out, it usually comes out around 98, 99 point degrees Fahrenheit, because once again, I'm in America, Southeast, and there's ammonia and there's urea, which is what makes your urine yellow. All of that is to keep the bacterial count low enough so that you do not get an infection while you're actually urinating. So the fact that they put meat in ammonia to further kill off disease and to sterilize the meat if there's the presence of cancer in of itself is scary. And you want to feed this to yourself and to your children and look down on vegans because they don't want to feed it to their children. Because once again, the only reason why vegans cook vegetables is to make it softer and to make it a little easier to eat. People that eat meat have to cook their meat so they don't go to the hospital so they don't die. That's really scary. Now there's a part in the Bible where it describes hell and it says that it is the place where the worm never dies. When you take meat and you cook it, even to an eternal temperature of 175 degrees, that does not guarantee that it will kill all the parasites. And even if it does kill all the parasites, there are eggs, and the eggs can actually survive cooking. Because remember, these are intestinal parasites, so inside the human body, they're already being exposed to 98, 99 degrees temperature, 100 degrees. So if you cook it to 175, many of the eggs survive and will hatch in your intestine. And some of the side effects of having an intestinal parasite is fatigue. And the reason why you have fatigue, headaches, and craving is because the nutrients that were in your food are now being consumed by the parasites that were in your food. Oh, the ironing. That's why I'm calling this one, oh, the ironing. So you eat a hamburger. It had the eggs of a parasite in it. Those eggs make it to your intestinal tract, develop into a larva, develop into a full-grown worm, whether it's a round worm, um, fluke, flat tapeworm, hookworm, 
there's 10 common varieties, three alone just in pork. So now they've attached themselves to your intestinal wall, which is where most of your food gets absorbed into the bloodstream to provide you with the nutrients from the food that you consume. So your hamburger is not just being processed by you, but also by the parasites that were actually in the hamburger. So you're sharing your meal with the parasites that came from your hamburger. And that's supposed to be considered healthy and normal. And a lot of people say that if you can consume it, then that means you were meant to. I guess you never heard of pregnant women who get a craving for dirt or sand and eat it. Pregnant women who get a craving for hair and eat it. Some pregnant women even get a craving for newspaper because of the ink. And they eat it and they survive. I've even heard of women who would eat baby powder when they were pregnant. And then, of course, if you look at the Guinness Book of World, the Guinness Book of World Records, there was a man who ate like a couple of hundred light bulbs, digested it just fine. So I guess we're meant to consume light bulbs because we can digest it. Just because you can digest it does not mean you were meant to eat it. It just means that the human body is highly adaptable. Okay. And just because it makes you feel good does not mean it was meant for you. You eat a steak, you feel stronger. You feel more energetic. And your numbers improve. Like, let's say, you know, you have diabetes and your glucose level drops. Or let's say you have high blood pressure and you consume something and your blood pressure drops. Guess what? Heroin will lower your blood pressure. Remember, I'm a level four substance abuse counselor in Orlando, Florida. I'm a certified advanced Christian life coach, a nutritionist. My bachelor's is in psychology. You take heroin, it will lower your blood pressure. It will get rid of pain. It will make you feel amazing. Heroin is not good for you. So you eat a hamburger, you eat a steak, you eat chicken, you feel better. That doesn't mean it was meant for you. Crack cocaine makes you feel better. Powdered cocaine makes you feel better, gives you energy and strength and allows you to concentrate. For a college student, that can come in handy. It's the end of the semester. You've got exams to take. You need a little pick-me-up. Okay, then. Caffeine and cocaine. And a lot of people graduated like that. Does that mean it's good? Of course not. So just because it makes you feel good doesn't mean it's actually good for you. Just because you can digest it doesn't mean you were meant to eat it. And for those of you who say we have canines, you know what? So does the hippopotamus, and it has the biggest canines, and it eats nothing but vegetables. The gorilla has canines. It eats nothing but vegetables. And it uses its canines to crush seeds to get the oil out so it can get the omega-3, the omega-6, and the omega-9. 
and to get essential amino acids so that you can make protein. Now, there's protein in your blood, protein in your skin, your organs, fingernails, hair, bones, teeth. Wherever your body is damaged and it needs to be repaired, it will take the non-essential amino acids and it will make the protein needed. So let's say you have dry, damaged hair. You consume amino acids. Your body will then convert the amino acids into the protein needed to repair the hair. Now, when you eat a steak, it's loaded with protein. It's loaded with protein that came from a cow that does not have fingernails. Okay. Does not have hair. It has fur. Completely different texture. Everything. It has hooves, not fingernails. It has a completely different composition. Cows are four-legged, furry, horned creatures known as bovines with four stomachs. And... Four udders, four nipples, and a tail. We are not the same. We are not compatible. We should not be consuming the dairy of a cow, which is a growth hormone. A full-grown female cow can weigh 500 pounds. Her baby can weigh 50. By consuming the milk of its mother, a calf will then grow very quickly to hit, you guessed it, 500 pounds. It is a growth hormone for a four-legged animal. Why are you consuming it and why are you giving it to your children? Oh, the irony. So there are 10 common parasites, worms in meat, and you have to cook it to kill it to make it safe for you to eat. Oh, the irony. If I was to go outside right now and start feeding worms to a kid, you would think I was an evil person. You would want to put me in jail. You would feel sorry for that child and run to that child and try to comfort that child and help that child. So I cannot pick up worms off the ground and feed them to a child because that would make me evil. But it's perfectly okay for me to kill an animal that is full of parasites and cancer and other illnesses loaded with antibiotics that will lead to MRSA. The numbers keep going up every year. Multiple resistant strain of antibiotics. Antibiotics don't work on humans like it used to because you're consuming it every time you eat a Happy Meal. Bum, 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 bum. I'm not loving it. You go to McDonald's, you eat a burger, you're feeding yourself and your family intestinal parasites, antibiotics, a wide range, and upon average, factory farms that raise the cows, the chickens, the pigs use a variety of 13 types of antibiotics. That's a lot of antibiotics for a human being to be consuming just so your hamburger is safe enough for you to eat without killing you. They pump all these antibiotics into the animals to keep them alive long enough to make it 
to slaughter. Oh, the ironing. And then when you eat the meat, upon average, according to the United States government, you can go to the FDA, Food and Drug Administration, NIH.gov. NIH stands for National Institute of Health. The animal that you're eating has been dead upon average four to six weeks from the time that they slaughter the animal, gut it, skin it, cut it up into little pieces, package it, put it in the back of a truck, ship it across the country because a lot of meat factories and slaughterhouses are like in Chicago, Illinois. I'm in Orlando, Florida. I'm in the southeast. Okay. By the time it gets on the back of a truck, makes it to a warehouse, is then put on to the back of another truck and taken to a distribution center. I do a lot of shopping at Publix. Then it's put on to the back of another truck and shipped to the Publix that I'm going to be shopping at. They clean it up, chop it up a little bit more, repackage it, put it out on display, and by the time you purchase it, take it home and eat it, that animal has been dead, according to the United States government, anywhere from four to six weeks decaying, which is why they dip it in ammonia to kill surface diseases and parasites. And that's why they add nitrates to it to give it that artificial red color, because without pumping it with nitrates, it would be gray or brown because it's an animal that's been dead for a month to a month and a half. So they pump it with nitrates to give it that artificial red color. You take it home and season it with vegetables. Have you ever read the ingredients to chicken seasoning? Garlic, paprika, salt, pepper. They don't put chicken in chicken seasoning. Chicken seasoning is 100% vegan. Steak seasoning is vegan. There's no steak in steak seasoning. So you feed plants to the cow to make it big and strong and healthy. Isn't that interesting? Oh, the irony. If I, as a human being, a full-grown man, eat vegetables, oh, that's not good for you. You know that's not healthy. So vegetables, fruits, nuts, and grains will not sustain a full-grown human man, but can sustain a 500-pound cow. Interesting. So you feed nothing but grains to the cow, make it big, strong, and healthy, slaughter it, season it with vegetables and herbs, serve it with a side of vegetables and herbs, and that's supposed to be considered healthy. Oh, the ironing. And here's the thing. A lot of people say, well, when I eat meat, I do it in a very safe way. I only eat free-range chicken. Free-range chickens actually carry more parasites than the chickens that are locked in a cage all day because a free-range chicken is just that. It's free-range. It can go wherever it wants and eat whatever it wants, and they don't have that much control over what the chicken eats. So when you eat free-range chicken, oh, the irony, this is so funny. Hello, South Africa. Hello, UK, 
Germany, Switzerland, India. Oh, the irony. You eat free-range chicken because you want to be healthier. The free-range chicken, upon average, has 17% more parasites in it than a non-free-range chicken. <laughs> and you only eat organically raised beef? Cows that are organic eat grass. The cow was actually designed to eat grass, not grains. But grains are cheaper and grow faster. And so that's what they feed to the cow. But when they allow the cow to eat its natural diet of grass, guess what? They're getting up the root system. That means they're getting dirt in their mouth and wood lives in the soil. But worms and parasites and grubs and all kinds of icky insects that you would not want to eat. You definitely wouldn't want your kid to eat. But the cow is now eating it. Because it's organically raised and it's eating grass. So now your beef has more parasites in it because it's organically raised. But a lot of meat eaters actually believe that eating free-range chicken is healthier than other types of chicken. And eating organically raised beef is healthier and actually has more parasites in it. Dried meat, cured meat, smoked meat has more parasites in it. Cured meat just means they added something to it to preserve the flavor and make it taste better. They didn't cure it of any disease. So when you're shopping for your bacon and they have cured bacon and uncured bacon side by side, uncured bacon just means they didn't add anything to it to make it taste better. They leave that up to you. If it's cured, they pumped it with a solution to add more flavor to it. And if you buy chicken, there's two types, wet and dry. Wet means they pumped it with a solution, so it looks plumper, firmer, and it weighs more, so they can sell it for more. So you can take a, say a 10 pound chicken, pump it up with a solution, of salt water with a bunch of other stuff in it and make that 10 pound chicken weigh 12 pounds. So you're buying what you think is a 12 pound chicken. It's actually a 10 pound chicken and you're getting two pounds of water, which will evaporate as soon as you cook the chicken. But they're charging you for 12 pounds of meat. They're only giving you 10. The other two is water. And do you think they use filtered water? <laughs> no, of course not, because that costs money, and they're trying to make money, which means the only way to make money is to spend as little as possible and bring in as much as possible. So the most dangerous sources when it comes to parasites, free-range chicken, organically raised beef, unpasteurized goat's milk. If you turn it into cheese, it's called feta cheese. That's not good for you. Eggs. Because when a chicken consumes something, it can at least get the toxins out when it goes to the bathroom. When it urinates, when it defecates, it can get the toxins out. An egg, however, cannot get the toxins out. Any toxin that is in the chicken will go into the chicken's egg and chicken eggs do not urinate, they do not sweat, 
they do not defecate. So any toxin that's in the chicken goes into the chicken egg and then here you are eating it raw because you want to get bigger muscles or scrambling it and feeding it to your children. But yet, people who consume meat, eggs, and dairy are the same people that will want to call child protective services on someone but feeding them a handful of worms, but then would turn around and feed them three handfuls of worm in their Happy Meal. That's why you have to cook it to an internal temperature between 150 and 175. And free-range chickens, you have to cook at a um, to a higher internal temperature than non-free-range chickens because they carry more parasites. And beef that is organically raised has to be cooked to a higher internal temperature than non-organically raised beef because of all the extra parasites. And cows are milked so much that they form a disease in their udders and nipples known as mastitis, full of pus, which is cancerous cells, and it's in the milk, and blood gets into the milk, and then they have to ultra-pasteurize it and filter it to make it look white, to make it look presentable, and then you give this to your children. Now, what about the calcium? Well, foods fall into two categories. It's either going to be alkaline forming or acid forming. The human body wants to be at a 7.2 pH up to a 7.6. That's why they have alkaline water at a 7.6. Some alkaline waters are at a 7.4 because the human body wants to be slightly alkalized because no disease can survive in the alkalized solution, which is why in Japan, they consume a lot of alkalized water for health, okay? So when you're consuming calcium from dairy from a cow, you're consuming acidic-forming calcium that actually eats holes in your bones and causes osteoporosis. And the nations on Earth that consume the most dairy are the nations on Earth with the highest incident of osteoporosis and hip fractures in seniors. The countries with the least amount of dairy consumptions are the ones with the least amount of osteoporosis and hip fractures. You want to get your calcium? Get it from an alkaline source. Get it from your kale. Get it from your chia seeds. It's beneficial to the body, and it will not destroy your bones because there's more than one type of calcium there's acid forming and alkaline forming, and we are not acidic creatures. We are alkalized creatures. Now, you look at the lion and the bear, they're acidic. They were designed to eat meat. They have acid in their saliva. We have a pH. Now, we do have gastric acid, but we weren't meant to, to consume meat. Whatever we eat spends anywhere from a week to 10 days in our intestines. Meat cannot stay in your intestine that long. It will rot you from the inside out, which is why lions have a very short intestinal tract. Humans' intestinal tract is significantly longer. That way, when you eat the herbs and the vegetables and the fruits and the nuts and the fungus, which is what a mushroom is, they all break down at different points in the intestine. You have the upper, middle, and lower intestinal tracts. 
Lions, however, have a very short intestinal tract because once they get the nutrients out of the meat, they need to defecate the toxins to stay healthy, which is also why the zebra outlives the lion, even though the lion consumes all this meat, all this protein, and hunts down the zebra, the zebra actually lives longer than the lion. And even though a lioness will have four or five cubs at once, and a zebra will only have one baby at a time, there are actually more zebras than lions because the zebra outlives the lion and therefore actually winds up having more babies. Hmm. Imagine that. Oh, the irony. So for your consideration, stop eating parasites because that's exactly what you're doing every time you eat meat, dairy, and eggs. You're consuming parasites. You're consuming worms, flat worms, flute worms, take worms, round worms, and hook worms. All the nasty things you would knock out of a kid's hands if you saw him eating it. Flush his mouth out, wash his hands off, and tell him no, no, no. But then you turn around and you feed him food that has it. And just in case you didn't know, this is FYI for your information, there is a very nasty strain of avian flu, which is bird flu. It's spring. Like I said, I live in Orlando, Florida, the southeastern portion of the United States of America. It is springtime here, and there are a bunch of migratory birds that have the avian flu, so they're spreading it everywhere they go. Now, nowhere in nature would you ever find 10,000 chickens hanging out in the exact same spot, but you will find 10,000 chickens hanging out at a factory farm so when the migratory birds fly over the chicken farm and they land in the fields to get a quick snack and they pee and they poop, if a couple of chickens get the avian flu, guess what? All the chickens get the avian flu because they're packed in a warehouse so close to each other, they can't even spread their wings. So far in the United States alone, over 2 million birds, and I'm talking chickens, ducks, and turkeys, have been destroyed because of avian flu. That's one of the reasons why the price of food keeps going up, especially meat, because they're killing a bunch of birds because they're no longer edible because of the avian flu, because nowhere in nature would you ever find 10,000 chickens hanging out in the exact same spot. That's not how nature works. That's man's design, and it makes no sense. People want to report a vegan to the Department of Children and Family for not feeding their kids meat. So you get mad at us for not feeding our kids worms, but if you saw us feeding our kids worms, you would get mad at us. Oh, the irony. Make up your mind one way or the other. Is it up, down? Is it left, right? Is it in or is it out? Make up your mind. So this is for your consideration. Go vegan. Spread the word. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate you. I love you guys.